Hey everyone, this is Bob Leahy at Life Church in Chico, California. Welcome to the Midweek Pastors Podcast. This is a way for us to go beyond the sermon through conversation, questions and answers, deep dives into topics, and interviews. Whether it be in your car, at the gym, or hiking in Upper Park, we hope that this podcast really encourages and equips you wherever you're at. Hey, Life Church family, this is Pastor Bob here, Chico, California. We are here with uh, Pastor Jeff today. That's right. Hello. Good morning. Hey, hey. And today we're going to talk a little bit about worship. Uh, we've been noticing some things at our church, some more, en- a little more engagement in, in our worship services, uh, a little more. Uh, uh, we see a lot of people now starting to get out of the reservation and yes. being less reserved during worship and starting to experience some freedom during our, our times of worship. Uh, I just, yeah, what... We've been talking and dialoguing a little bit about things that we think m- maybe is happening and, and things that are, are being done to kind of help bring yes. bring some of us out of our shells during during worship and learning to, to really worship our, our Lord, our Savior. And so yes. I just want to kick this over to you, Jeff, man. What are, are some things that have been brewing in your mind that you think is is really causing this this tidal wave yes. of, of new worshipers, yeah. I think, at, oh, at Life Church. Okay, so I have I think we have several thoughts about this, but the first one is if you grew up in church, um okay, I'm disclaimer, I'm forty one, right? And so um I grew up in the eighties and nineties with some amazing worship. Mm. Like and there are songs that will forever be etched in my heart. Like, are you gonna sing for us? Oh, dude, <laughs> whatever you want. Like, <laughs> come now is the time to worship. Open the eyes of my heart. Yeah. Uh, like, they're just majesty. Like all of these amazing, amazing worship songs, and uh, and they they had a deep impact on my life. Like yeah. they had a like profound. I I don't even even when I was younger, I don't know if I noted. I didn't know. To, to what degree it really moved me. Hmm. Like I surrender like that one. I mean, I remember two or three moments where the Lord spoke to me so clearly in that, like a worship, that worship song. Like, yeah. Um, the heart of worship was mine. Oh like, yeah. I will up. give yeah. you all my worship. Uh, anyway, um, I told Bob, I said, if I'm going to sing, I need a, I need like one strum of a guitar just to get me in <laughs> tune and then I'll be good. Um, but, uh, <laughs> so quick story. Carissa and I just went to a pastor's camp um, where there was about, I don't know, 20 of us pastors, 25 of us, something like that, 24. And um, we just had a really great time with these pastors out in the middle of Montana. It was like mm-hmm. amazing. Um, but one, like we did worship and then we did some Q&A stuff and we talked about different things. And But one of the nights we did worship and I'm sure that, that it was really low key. Like uh, one one of the pastors was on the keys leading and then her husband was playing guitar and they just like, but Mm. they are older than me and Carissa just by a bit. And they like have those songs that I just talked about on like lock. Oh man. And so they were just messing around like before, like worship hadn't even started yet. We just kind of finished dinner and like there were some people and they were kind of like playing around and they started playing these like eighties, nineties, early (laughs) two thousand songs that we all like as pastors, we all like totally were like so uh, attracted to in that sense. Like, um, so they just started playing and, and at first it was kind of like this, like it was just fun. Like it was Mm -hmm. like, Oh yeah. Oh, that one. Oh, it's so good. You know? And like, and then all of a sudden everybody was standing and worshiping 
Uh-huh. Like full on worshiping the, to these beautiful, wonderful songs, just declaring like our love for the Lord and what he's done. And, and just like, oh man, I was like a weepy mess. Uh-huh. It was like, just brought me back to those moments that the Lord really did a lot in my own heart. Like, yeah. and you know, there's, we're, we're all on different, like we're all made differently. And so I know that some people like with worship, it's like, man, let's just get to the sermon. Mm-hmm. You know, like how much more do we got to sing? I just am uncomfortable. And, and I, I get that, but God made us to worship. Yeah. And so there's something in us just innate. Like it would, for those who don't know the Lord, like, man, so many people are impacted by, by music mm-hmm. and there's a reason for that. For sure. Yeah. Because we were made to worship. Yeah. And so, um, but you feel like we, we, we have emotions and we feel and music brings that out. And, yep. and so the Lord wants to move in your heart, just you, just with you and him through worship. So all that to say is encouragement for those who may be a little bit more reserved, a little bit more like cut off to that. Um, it's okay. God made us emotional. He made us mm-hmm. expressive. Uh, it's not like you need to go run up and down the aisles and jump up <laughs> and down and do all these crazy things and put a tent. Like you never want to put. Tunnel. Like my, my key is my thought is I don't ever want attention on me. In yeah, worship. for sure. Um, I want attention on the Lord. Yep. And so I'm not going to do anything that like, puts any attention on me. Mm. So um, you don't have to be crazy. Like no, just begin to open up, even if it's just declaring and singing out. Or yeah. maybe it's lifting your hands and maybe it's kneeling. Maybe it's just whatever it is. Um, so uh, as of recently, I feel like the even maybe through this summer, um, I think there's probably four specific things that we've been thinking about here at Life Church. Like, man, the Lord has been just, I, well, the Lord, he's always with us. Uh, but I think our congregation and worship is starting to become a little bit more free mm. to worship. Mm-hmm. And it's, be, it's like I man, I feel like I'm getting to a different place in worship where I can't even sing anymore. I'm like just crying every Uh, time in worship. You know, I just think I get to worship my King. Like, and there's something powerful about this. For sure. Yeah. But in, in in particular, like I was talking to Curtis about this, it would have been fun to have her on, on this podcast, but there were, um, there's four things that I think that have been going on that have have got us to this place, I think, where people are beginning to just kind of feel more freedom to, to worship. The first one is, I think I was telling Bob, I was like, just we've been seeding through mm. year in, year out, one little thing here, one little teaching here, just encouraging, never pressing, but just always encouraging, just, hey, just this is a time for you and the Lord and for us as a body to, to worship. So I think we're beginning to see fruit just from that, you know, like sometimes it takes a while to, to, to bear fruit. The second thing is, um, what I, what I really, um, have really loved, uh, Carissa said this last weekend, she's like, I know this is a little nerdy, but I'm finding okay. that I'm a little bit nerdy, <laughs> like, oh, no. but just sharing about, uh, the, the words praise in the old Testament yeah. and how there's seven different definitions of praise in the Hebrew language. We have one word praise, mm. but they have seven. And so these are seven different ways in which we praise. And so, yeah. and um, that's probably good for those who are not as emotional and, and, and feely, but they're more heady and they're more yes. knowledgeable yeah. about things. They nerdy kind of like yep. Carissa and yep. they're hearing these and learning these words and, and getting a deeper understanding for worship than maybe they previously had. And yeah. It's and it's amazing what scripture does, right? Yeah. Scripture breaks down mm-hmm. barriers. Scripture gives us freedom and access and, and ability to worship when 
we were closed off. The word helps us break through those things. And, you know, the truth will set you free is what Jesus says. And so as we speak truth, as we speak the word of God, that is truth. Like, I think it's opening up, mm-hmm. like uh, helping totally. us open up to more worship. And, uh, and so those two things, um, and the third, maybe, maybe you want to share this, but man, the youth, the youth yeah. have really encouraged us in worship and it's sure. been so beautiful. It's yeah. been beautiful. Yeah, I think the the combination of having youth in our and on our worship team has been amazing. They just bring a an energy and a freshness that um, us old timers might not have. <laughs> For sure. I mean, speaking to myself too. A fresh encouragement. Uh, yeah, a fresh know? encouragement and just like uh, I don't know. There's just this wave of uh, I don't know youthfulness in in what they bring to worship, and uh, it's it's. They, I think what they do is, is they do a good job of, of bringing our guards down yeah. is, is what they do. I know during New Sunday, they, they try to pull everybody up front to like have it. And, you know, we slightly participated in that. We could have done better, but, uh, you know, <laughs> stuff like that where it's just like, hey, let's just break these barriers down and like, let's yeah. just, you know, God is fun and, and we can worship him and have fun and, and declare, declare his goodness and stuff. And then also I think, uh, seeing some of the tweens and our youth group come back from camp and, and just having them in service and, and really, I think watching them worship, like we can learn, we can learn so much from, from the way they worship and and be encouraged by, by them and and what they do. And I just think it's, it's brought kind of fresh life to, to our services on Sundays. So love it. I, I, I love having them. I love having them on the worship team and playing with them and stuff. So and they're good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They've been fantastic, yeah. you know, really like amazing, like phenomenal to watch. And I think it does break down those barriers. And, um, Jesus was really clear that we have, we should have faith like a child. Totally. Like, and there is something powerful about this. Yeah. Um, and it's amazing too. I mean, you can be a good musician and you can come and play on our worship team and be good. But the spirit really moves in those that have been specifically gifted. And there's some of our youth that have been up there that you see that the spirit is on them. It's not just that they learned how to do this, but that God has divinely gifted them to be worship leaders. And and that's something that like me as a musician, as a worship leader or someone on the worship team, like I see that and I'm like, oh. I want more of that. Like, yeah, that's, fun. that's what I want yeah. in, in, in my life as a musician to, to be able to have that gifting yeah. and not everybody has that. And so I'm just, I'm just so proud. I'm just so proud of those kids and, and just the way our church has responded in this way, you know? Yeah. And, and like, I have these brief moments every once in a while where I'm like, Lord, I, I can't believe I get to do this. Mm-hmm. And, and I am thinking of worship. I like, I'm thinking of that, but I am just thinking like, it's just such a joy to see people thriving in their gifts. Yeah. But I was going to share with like when you were saying that um, about being on the worship team or being a part of worship, it's like most people are not on the worship team. Um, but those who lead worship, I, I think it's, it's a combination of gift skill set. Of course they're learning how to do that, but then it's the heart humility, the, the the best mm. worship leaders I've ever come across, the one key factor that I'll always say is humility. Yeah. They're humble. Mm-hmm. They're like very humble. And in fact, like they don't want the stage. Yeah. And, um, and so that's a huge factor. And, um, 
And so it's just been really fun to be part of that. So, yeah. um, so anyway, just encourage those youth like, like, sure, yeah. as you see them, but also like, man, I, I, this is a total rabbit trail right now, but like I have had this phrase on my heart for several weeks, maybe a couple mm. months now of like champion the young, like just what do we need to do to champion the young? Yeah. What, what is it that we need to do to make sure that these kids see that, man, they're just as part of the kingdom as we are like, and they have the ability to speak life into different areas of our church and in ministry and with one another, just yeah. like you and I do here. Yeah. Like maybe areas that we're not hitting and a thousand they can percent. do that. And yeah. Yeah. We need them. Yeah. So there's a fourth one that yeah. I think you brought up too, which I think coincides with kind of where we are right now. And that's just the sermon series that we're in. Um, acts. Yeah. <laughs> this is like, I don't know when we're going to be done with the series, <laughs> Um, but it seems to be fresh every single weekend and, um, it has been powerful as far as like thinking about and learning about and hearing about the powerful presence of the Holy spirit. Mm. Um, I mentioned to Bob earlier, just that when the disciples were with Jesus, they didn't stand and worship him. (laughs) They they didn't, they didn't like sing worship songs to Jesus who was right there. How awkward would Mm. that be? (laughs) Like, uh, Jesus probably wouldn't have allowed it, you know, and uh, not, and not in a like, yeah, I, I just think... They had work to do. He was on a mission. Let's go. Yeah, we they don't have time to say They didn't need to me. do that. Yeah. Um, and there's a couple of things that Jesus says about that stuff. Like, why do they need to fast? They're with me right now, mm-hmm. like, to the Pharisees. And so they don't they didn't need to do that. But then Jesus went away to be with the Father, and then worship became something that was powerful, yep. where they got to worship this, this man who was also God and Jesus, the Messiah, mm-hmm. uh, their Savior. That's great. Yeah. And... Um, so we're, and, and through the, the power, pre- powerful presence of the Holy spirit, you know, like this, this amazing, uh, connection with, with what I was sharing a couple of weeks ago, the, the divine and our brokenness of humanity, like mm. it's a beautiful thing that the Lord allows us to do that. Yeah. And we get to worship because of that. It's a, it's a manifestation or a readout of that. So, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And the Holy spirit, like worship is a time where the spirit moves. And mm-hmm. I know for me growing up, when I look back at pivotal times in my my walk with the Lord, my pillars of like where the Lord spoke to me or uh, moved me, like oftentimes it was in worship. Yeah. Like, and, and I know we're all wired Thank you for giving us in, a listen to this but week. For me, if there's man, anything that you'd like to hear if, on if this there podcast wasn't worship in the future, if you have questions or if you'd like to hear us in worship, I would have missed please out. Please send us an email sure. absolutely. at info at Have a blessed week. Just encourage you guys, like be engaged and and be present in worship and, and, you know, be, be a part of what, what God's doing and, and listen for his voice and worship and stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. Jump in, worship with us, go all in and see what, see how you connect with the Lord on new levels. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Don't let those tweens and those youth kids out worship you. Like, Oh man, when those tweens tweens come in on the front row (laughs) and they, they start, I can hear them from where I am. Oh. When they're singing and that maybe I mentioned, like I'm just kind of a weepy mess in worship sometimes yeah. and in a really great way. Um, it's very new for me. <laughs> like, it's just a, <laughs> like, Oh man, the Lord is doing something. But when I see them lifting their hands and praising God, mm. man, like they're leading the way so good. in yeah. that. And it is, it is amazing. So, and when they're younger, they're watching you. Uh, I, we had a memorial service on Saturday for my grandma and they did a couple worship songs and I watched both of my kids staring at their mom 
and mimicking what she was doing mm-hmm. during worship. So mm. let's be the example for the younger generation. Yep. And uh, so that when they do get to the tweens and youth group age, that there's that, that fruit is, is, yeah. is there and you can see it and it's prevalent. Yeah. So absolutely. It's our encouragement for you guys today. So I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this podcast and we will see you uh, upcoming on Sunday morning. So you ready to sing a song to close it out? Uh, Come. No. No. Now is the time to worship. Come on. Come. Now is the time <laughs> to give. Oh, you okay, guys. We're done. You're like, we're done. Right. Get out of here. If you guys have any questions or uh, any topics you'd like to hear from us, email, email us at info at lifechurchchico.org and we will get back to you and we'll try to get uh, your question on our next podcast. So love you guys. We'll catch you next time. Peace out. Later. Thank you for giving us a listen to this week. If there is anything that you'd like to hear on this podcast in the future, if you have questions, or if you'd like to hear us interview someone, please send us an email at info at lifechurchchico.org. Have a blessed week.